everybody welcome back to a, another thrilling episode of straight white men kyle you want to check your mic real quick uh, yeah, well yeah you know i'm shocked that uh you waited until we started the episode to do this like well nothing has changed since we did it last so there shouldn't have been any issue but god okay. knows that <laughs> weird things have happened to your microphone <clears throat> <clears throat> i rubbed my raw butthole right on it I'm afraid to get pink eye. <laughs> I, I talk at it, and, and, it, and it's growing at me a little bit. It's growing at you? Yeah, you get a little fungus down there, man. Okay. Anywho, so um, we didn't release an episode last week. We are taking steps to be able to have uh, additional banked episodes to release to you guys whenever circumstances uh, come around like they did uh, during the holidays and last week. Not fun. Uh, we, we do apologize. We're, like I said, taking steps. Um, but anywho, uh, so before we get going into any of the uh, things that I sent you, topics I sent you there, Kyle... Uh, is there anything that you'd like to say to the people? Anything you want to, you know, let people know about? Anything uh, interesting happening in your life that you want to try and get off your chest? I'm not saying that there has to be. So if you have, if the answer is no, you can just say, no, Tony, I'm good. I'm happy to be selling a house. Cool. Cool. Selling a house. Yeah, that's big news. Big news. Um, so that is, yeah, that's that's definitely something big that's happened for you here recently, and that's awesome. Um, Other than that, I mean, <clears throat> pretty much it on my end. Uh, oh, what is this? Uh, January? We're almost February. So February we're almost as of cold. Wednesday, yep. Yeah, no, it'll be... Uh, we're not almost out of this cold. We're hitting February. Again, almost out of this cold. We got like eight weeks left. No, dude, what are you? It's Ohio, man. It snows in April. Yeah, but I won't see like. And the temperature doesn't go up. Negatives. Uh, April, May, it's it's tolerable again. It's very random and it's rare that you see negative temperatures anyway. February's not tolerable around here. <laughs> oh my god, you're a bigger guy. Get over it. You don't like the cold. I used to wear shorts year-round i could go stand outside and never care you lose 125 pounds of insulation and then let's talk i still weigh less than you and i don't have an issue with the cold but you're used to it i've seen when i was delivering mail tiny little girls kyle couldn't weigh more than 90 pounds older women too way about that delivering mail out there tramping through three feet of snow and here you are four times their weight going it's cold i can't do that not four times their weight three now okay yeah, 270 okay. yeah i'm 275 so yeah 
Yeah. Yeah, you got me. Yeah, three of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, like, it, you still have enough on you that it shouldn't be killing you. Know, you. you know what, though? I, I think the reason being is because I was texting you about the iron thing. Mm-hmm. Low iron does that, too. Constantly cold. Yeah, that's true. My sister's uh, anemic, and she's constantly saying she's freezing. That's why she keeps her house at, like, 80 degrees year-round. It's miserable. I I love you, sis, but you keep your house way too hot. 80 is a bit hot. It is very hot. Um, And I'm probably exaggerating. She probably is going to yell at me and say, it's only 75. 72, Uh, I feel, is comfortable. No. 68, bro. 68 should be the like year-round temp. If I found a place that was 68 degrees, I could never move there because my wife wouldn't agree to it. Yeah, you know, I asked my wife the other day. I said, "Hey, when we get old, like just older, I think we can move somewhere warm, like somewhere that's just nice and warm year-round." Because honestly, it is. It's a. I wrote a study recently that uh, cold weather is actually a leading cause for heart attacks correct because your blood vessels and such constrict due to the cold weather in order to help to i will i will tell you this and keep you warm but it actually works against you if you are at risk for a heart attack because it makes it to where your your arteries and such are smaller so they got to push all that same amount of blood through but if you had any kind of buildup inside of those arteries... Oh, it's going to push it. it. It pushes it, can break things loose, push them closer, cause cause issues with uh, <clears throat> clogs. And, and you end up getting uh, heart I attacks mean, as a result. At your age, I, I, as you said, when you get older, how old are you talking? Probably like mid-50s when I retire. That's a lot of silence. I don't know what you're contemplating here. Mid-50s, so we're talking 20 years away. Yeah. Yeah, no, that shouldn't be an issue at all. 20 years? <clears throat> the only thing that would probably keep me here is my kids. I mean, if my kids are all going to stay up here, I'm going to stay around them. But I just told her, like, you know, just be aware that that means that you're going to have to find me dead somewhere at some point. You just you got that to look forward to in your life. Uh, she didn't like that, uh, uh, but it's the truth. You, hey, I mean, you know what? I will tell you this, man. Every time we get about eight hours south, like as soon as we get about eight hour drive time south, yeah, I start feeling better. Like my body, your blood is moving through your body easier. Oh man, everything feels better. My joints, everything. When we were in Gatlinburg, yeah, I felt fantastic. Yeah, we were on vacation. You <laughs> should feel fantastic. No, 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 on no, vacation. No, 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 no. While you're drinking, I, I, I have, I have spent a week up in like. Cedar Point, Cleveland area, and everything like doing like a vacation wait, up wait, there. Wait, wait, wait. And you staying would in go, hotels. You would go on vacation to Cleveland. We we did it as like uh, 
a thing years ago. Listen, this, guys, this is nothing against Cleveland, all right? If you don't live in Northeast Ohio where you're an hour away from Cleveland, I can see going there for a weekend. But like to go four days. to Cleveland when it's an hour away, been there multiple times, know the city very well. Um, Fun. Yeah, it's it's a it's a fine city. I mean, as long as you know it and you know where not to go, where you can go. Fine is a little. <laughs> oh, dude, there was there were several times when I was uh, as an electrician working up there, um, working in bad parts of Cleveland, where you just you you know when you show up because you see other guys locking their doors or like <laughs> they they have guns on them <laughs> and they're just like yeah no you gotta you know you're not supposed to have one on the job site but everybody has one on the job site cause if something happened we're not losing everything they're not gonna come in here rob us all take all dude it's happened that's the pro- like this stuff happens because you get you get some gangbangers that come up and dude tools sell for a good amount of money. Oh yeah, they and do. they just start going through your trucks, start pulling things out the back of your truck, run off whenever they see somebody come out. A good Dewalt set is nine hundred dollars for the the good big set. Dude, I but here's the thing: I know that these people do this. I knew this before I got into it. I knew this as a kid because there used to be we we called them garbage bag man. This guy that used to show up where my dad used to work, and he would come in, and he'd have garbage bags. Now, mystery bags, because you never know what he's got in the garbage bags. Some days it's shoes. Some days it's clothes. Some days it's meats. So I knew this I knew this guy lived right over here in Canton. You just go in. They do, uh, they do grab and goes. You, you know, just go in, take a whole rack of clothes, and run out. With somebody sitting in the parking lot with a car running. You get somebody that's quick, man. I'm telling you what. You really want us to win all the Olympic like running events? What you need to do is you need to go into the hood and you find some of these grab-and-go folks. And you get them on the team. <laughs> Tell them about a good payday at the end. Right? You got it. And somebody's going to have to regulate their crack intake. Right? <laughs> Because you're not robbing places like that if you don't have a drug habit that you desperately need to fund. All right? See, that's what you called them. We called them, straight up, we just called them crackheads. No, 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 no. They're, now, these, now, are, these are, di- you got, okay, there's levels to crackheads, man. <laughs> right, there's, there's a The only level plethora. of crackheads I dealt with was behind the Walmart in 62 there. Is that where you used to go get your blowies? No. Yeah, don't lie to me. One of my wife's friends Five used bucks to live a back pop. there. So we used to go hang out back there. Dudes would walk from the Walmart. Yeah. Stolen goods, everything. Hey, man, we selling. We got this, 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 this. You gotta be kidding me. That, that's a brand new 55-inch TV. How the hell did he run out of Walmart with a 55-inch TV? Dude, they, no, no, no. That's not running out. That's called... That, that's, uh, that's, that's Doc Bay deals. Those Doc deals. All right? So what you got there is you got a customer... You got uh, an employee who's working with them. 
And, and you actually, there was a big thing about this at uh, Best Buy, because Best Buy used to be notorious about this, is you'd have the sales guys who'd be sitting there and they'd go up, and if you're looking at a TV or something, they'd be like, <coughs> hey, man, you like this? Yeah, no, I know. I, I get it. $1,300 is a lot of money. I'll tell you what. What if I told you I could get you that same TV? 800 bucks, $500 off. The guy goes, oh, yeah, no, you can get $500 off? That's awesome. He goes, it's got to be cash. And if you got the cash, you meet me around in the back here in about 25 minutes, I'll load you up. Uh, uh, we, we used to Man, call the it. crap used to happen all the time. Dude, I worked for Best Buy. Ba- back. It is, an, it, it is astounding to me how many jobs I've had that I can look back on and say, Back of the truck special. This, 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 this. I've got, I've got experience Delivery with so many guys things. are notorious for that shit. Delivery guys. Delivery guys and loading guys. Oh, you mean for like uh, appliances? Yes. Oh. Anything like, like the the rena centers and things like that. No, no, we talked about rena center. That's a scam in itself. But those dudes, they used to pawn stuff. Hey, man, back the special. They just, they just went and ripped it out of someone's house. <laughs> But, dude, they used to do that all the time. Did I ever tell you about the crazy crap that happened at the one apartment that I lived uh, I lived at? Wait, wait, okay, so get this. Wait, where at? Uh, Ohio or North, Virginia? It was in North Canton. Okay. Um, so, turns out, because we thought that our neighbor was moving. They had a moving truck there. <clears throat> and it was just like out of the blue. We didn't know them or talk to them a bunch or anything like that. But they they were relatively newer, so it was kind of odd that they were like in and out. But that was kind of an in and out kind of apartment complex too. So we didn't really think too much of it. Come to find out, broad daylight, dude. These guys had a moving truck, pulled in, walked into the people's house. Tied them up in the upstairs. These people are tied up and gagged in the upstairs bedroom. Well, they're taking and literally robbing everything out of their apartment. They took everything from that townhouse. Yes. Um, just a couple years back over here in Marlboro Township that was happening. There was a guy walking, but he wasn't going in their houses. He was going in the garages and just, or if they weren't home, emptying the houses. I ain't going to lie to you. When we were kids, that used to be something we used to do. Not empty people's houses, gag them up in the upstairs. And that, that's, Are I you never, sure about <laughs> that? I mean, your sister does scare me. No, I didn't get into anything like that. But uh, we used to go around and garage hop. And you could <coughs> probably guess what that entails. Stealing shit out of people's garage. Yeah, we'd just go around. People leave their garage doors open constantly. And also, garage door technology is not that sophisticated, people. Uh, one garage door open opener will work on other garage doors. <laughs> so, like, you just get a garage door opener, just keep going around, pressing it until you see a garage door go up. Then you run in real quick, or you just find one that's open already. Those are the best, because then the light doesn't come on. Right? It's already off. So, you run in real quick. We raid the refrigerator. We were just kids looking for beers, all that was. So we just robbed the refrigerator. We got some really nasty beer that way. It was uh, astonishing how old some of the beers are that you'd get into. I swear the one had a, a label that was, it had to have been from the 50s or 60s. I mean, this thing was old. And it tasted all of it, too, because we all had one sip of that thing. I think a couple people vomited. Uh, it was 
awful. Anywho, we're about uh, 15 minutes in here. We should probably start hitting up these topics. Um, you know, you know what? I want to start with the one that you sent me. That I was actually really—I've been saying this for about two weeks now. All the bullshit articles that have been popping up in the media, like there are some of the stupidest things I have possibly read in the last two weeks, and it's like, what's going on? It's like they have nothing to cover. It's because they're hiding something. Yeah, that's what I said. And no, I. I was a hundred percent like I've been seeing this for two weeks and I thought the same thing. And then you texted me about it today and I was like Well to give some back some backstory here. Um basically it's just scrolling through, looking at news, uh as I do daily and uh Yeah, I love my <clears throat> the, feed. It was just nothing but terrible stories that are just being like fed to me and I'm like, I don't it's not like it's newsworthy. And to, to give you guys an, an idea here, the one that I sent to Kyle as an example was uh, this article about an airport worker out of Texas who's been interviewed by a reporter about what the holiday season was like. And this person, mind you, not an experienced airline worker, one year. They had one year at an airline. And they said that the most difficult part was all the crying people about the lost luggage. Mind you, this person works in baggage handling. So the lost luggage is their fault. Right? <laughs> like, Or it's a result of, uh, obviously, things that are out of their control. You know, delays and such. Baggage will get, you know, kind of moved around as airlines are... I mean, things, things do happen, man. But at the same time, the person sitting there complaining about how there are 70 people in line waiting to complain and cry. And it's like, I, are you really, like, your job is hard because you inconvenienced all these people's days? Furthermore, why not talk to somebody that's been there for a few years and gone through this season more than once so that you don't have somebody that's like coming out of their first tour of duty going, it was the worst thing ever. I don't know how anybody can cope with this. And that's every every holiday season, no matter what job you go to. The first year is always the worst. And then you kind of get, I don't know, numb to it, calloused maybe. You're just used to it at that point. You like once you get you a know couple what to years, expect, right? Yeah, you're like, eh, it's the same BS year in, year out. Yeah. People suck, you deal with them, and then eventually it's over, and then you gotta deal with you know the regular people that are again idiots, but whatever. I mean, we we've lived. It's in- not newsworthy though. That's not a story. That's not. There should never. That should be a conversation between two friends. The person who wants to complain about their job, and the person that they're complaining to. Yeah. Why am I? Why is that it? on a, 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 a yeah a reputable supposed to be reputable news site? What's the point of that? It sounds like they're just filling in because... Yeah, they're running out of shit to talk about. Or, more likely, they're not wanting to talk about the things that they should be talking about. So they got to fill in with this horse shit. Pardon my French. Um, so, as far as the actual articles, though... Um, big news. Real big news. Um, about the 
the murder in Memphis. In Memphis, not a good time to be walking in Memphis. That was black on black crime. Mm, yeah, but that, but okay. So no, let's, police bru- that was police brutality. Let's let's get into this a little bit because there are some nuances here, and there's some some. Obviously, it wouldn't be straight white men if we didn't say things that were a little bit, um, I don't know, touchy, <laughs> touchy, 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 a little uh, subjects are touchy. I don't like the term touchy uh, when used in relation to something that's not okay, pedophilia, because okay. um, I feel like touchy has been the pedophiles have taken it. That's okay. their word now. We're not. We can't use that unless we're talking okay, about that. Rough around the edges on our subjects. You like to be rough around the edges. Well, I mean, it still sounds awfully pedo. You know what? I don't. I don't really. You know what? How about this? I just don't give a shit. If you don't like what I'm saying, yeah, you know where the damn off button is at. If not, keep listening. We love you. We love our listeners. Okay. So Kyle, <clears throat> aka Touchy what? Around the Edges. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Uh, okay, okay. Well either way. I, I mean, but the So I feel like this this whole thing in Memphis is gonna lose its traction within a week. Back backstory for people that you know might not be aware of what's actually happening there. Uh Tyler Nichols. Uh was pulled over in a what should have been routine traffic stop. Um, he was immediately when they were walking up to his vehicle, guns drawn already. So like they came into the situation ready to be hostile. Oh yeah, this was you know what I mean. Down. This was this was this was just police brutality. Yeah, there's no way around it. These. These guys, these gentlemen, who, I mean, it, it, there's there's so many things. Anyhow, let's just tell us tell the facts. Uh, routine traffic stop. He's told to uh, immediately uh, is told to get out of his car, uh, cursing immediately right off the rip. The cops are um, hostile right away. There's what five five of them. I think a six guy has now been uh, let go as a result. But uh, they gave this guy... I think three are charged with the murder, though. Yeah, three people were charged with murder. Um, six cops have lost their jobs as a result of it. Okay. I but thought it was only five, but... There's a sixth one that just happened. Uh, okay. All right. uh, I think he might be white, too. But... Don't give me that look. I didn't give you no look, sir. Okay. Okay. Anywho. Uh, so they, they tell the guy to get on the ground or whatever. And they uh, There was a, an analyzing team that went through and found that they gave him 70 commands. Right? 70 commands in this short time frame. Uh, a lot. Right. And they were contradictory at that. So, like, all these commands that they were giving the guy. Contradictory, telling him that he's got to, you know, get down. He's already on the ground. They tell him, uh, turn over. And they say, turn over, put your hands behind your back. And you got, you know, a couple of different guys yelling at you to do something. All of them are, are which 
are being aggressive with him and like Trump manhandling him, and then are all trying to say that he's resisting arrest because he's not following they what they're saying. Blocks? Well, that's the thing. The guy, ta- the one officer, pulls out a taser, says that he's going to tase the guy because he's resisting arrest. But the the whole time he's just saying, "All right, all right, all right." Like, yeah, I I I, I, okay. I read the whole thing and watched it. Like, it's it's insane. And and this is nothing he, more than police brutality. He gets up, takes off his. I think he takes off his shirt takes the the things out and he runs off then gets tackled in the middle of the street by two of these cops and then they proceed to beat him with a police baton those things hurt so bad and he says i'm gonna beat the shit out of you with this baton like it's it's almost as if these cops just wanted to kill somebody that day so this is something i need to i i feel like it needs to be said about police officers. Okay. And because I feel like... What's your hot take on cops? It's, it's not that. It, it's the fact of... They deserve to be half naked and on calendars only. Oh, my God. Take them out of the cruisers me. and into you're, my living you're room. killing me. Not anybody can be a cop, man. Because th- there may be a chance you have to take someone's life. Right. Okay. So uh, to be a cop hey, to begin with. Anybody you, is a killer when you push them to the limits. Correct. J. Cole. So uh, here's my thing, man. These cops already have, I mean, they're not 100%. There? What, yeah. I, what are you? I mean, they're not 100% like, you know, like the the stuff they have to deal with day in, day out. I mean, to a point, you're going to get numb to it. And you're just not going to give a shit at some point. And right. and there's a lot of cops that get out of it when but they start getting that. But that's the thing. They need to hold each other accountable as and much as they hold us accountable. They do. And they don't because it's the biggest boys club in America. It's the biggest freaking brotherhood in America. It's the police department. Yes. And... I will tell you this, 99.9% of them will back the man next to them, regardless whether they're because wrong Because they or right. feel like they're going to war when they go out. Correct. For the day. And, and that's not the mentality that they should be having. No, it shouldn't be. But, because but, here's but the, the problem is, they, is that... They are peace officers, is what they are supposed to be. Correct. They are supposed to keep the peace. This isn't keeping the peace. No, this is going out there because I gotta tell and you. you know I what? Don't, what? What? I don't know what no, the no. guy. No, no, stop here though. When was the last time you were in Memphis? In Memphis? Because it happened in Memphis. Yeah. Okay. I know like twenty people have been to Memphis in the last eight years, and will tell you Memphis is a very rough place to begin with. Yeah. So those inner city cops do deal with a hell of a lot more shit. And I and but as you said, they need to be held accountable. Yeah, but if they it, to do what they just did is not justifiable at all. That is no. Not. And furthermore, I, I'm telling you, I, I I understand what you're saying. You're saying that cops they go through this, so they got this this. Uh, they get the mentality of it. The the mentality, what have you? PTSD is really what it is. 
right? It's a form of PTSD where they go out there and they, they remember everything that they've had to go through before. So they have it in their head that they don't want that to occur again. Or they don't, they got a, they got a family they're trying to get home to. Right. So yeah. at the end of the day, if it's them or me, they got the it's me mentality. But that's that's the mentality that they're going out with. And I'm telling you that that's the wrong mentality because the mentality that it should be is who can I help today? What can I do today to make my community better? They it, they're not looking at it like it's their community. Right. They're looking at it like it's me versus them. Well, that's because you're not required to live in the area you work either. Yeah, that's a problem. I agree. I think if you're going to be keeping the peace inside of an area, you need to have some kind of uh, skin in the game. And a good way for that is to live where you're working. I know quite a few of our county police officers around here and our states are actually local to our county, which which is pretty nice. But right. but I mean, not all counties and cities and everything are like that. Right. I guess <clears throat> I feel like that's something that should be mandatory. Like I, I understand why they would do it if they don't have the the necessary. Like I don't think you should area. be allowed to run a city, be a, a mayor of a city, if you don't live in that city. Oh, hundred percent. You have to have skin in the game. I'm telling you, this is that's my my whole thing on it is that these guys. They don't. They don't do it for their community, right? A lot of these guys might look at it as a, a good paycheck because it is. You make decent money as a cop. Some of them might go into it with the right intentions and then just get jaded over time because of what they have to see and deal with. And don't get me wrong, I've n- I've never been a police officer. I've never seen, you know, what it, I don't know what it's like to show up to a, a murder scene and see, uh, you know, parents that just killed their baby. And have to deal with that and compartmentalize that. Or what it's like to show up to a place and you got to walk in uh, to a you, room you where know, that man feel- just beat the living crap out of his wife and she's got to go to the hospital now. And it, I think you see the worst parts of society that much. And it's it's impossible to not be changed by it. Correct. Right? That should open up the conversation, though, that if that's happening, you know that these guys are going through that. They have that. That's PTSD. Yes. Right. I know a police officer that is that actually uh, has PTSD and did 20 years and actually has a full retirement because he got diagnosed with the PTSD. It got so bad. Right. But that's the other issue, though. Right. Because it's a boys club. And mental health, well, it's kind of accepted inside of the city. It ain't, it ain't talked about in the older generation. Mental health is just a older thing generation. We talk about people middle in America, their, rural America. We're talking we low thirties, though. Yeah, early thirties and lower are the ones that talk about mental health nowadays, and that's it. The older generation does not like to push it, focus well, it. Dude, nothing. no, not even even your thirties or twenties, man. You're you got you're out of your mind if you think that the younger generation is still talking about it. In the city, sure, it's all right, but I'm I'm telling you right now, uh, working construction, bro. You show up to the job site and you're sitting around at your you know after your morning break or something. You're drinking your coffee and you go. So I talked to my therapist last night. 
He said I have abandonment issues. No, bro. They're going to make fun of you forever. We had to have sensitivity training when I worked at the union. because That dude's known as Mental Mike now for the rest of his fucking career. We, we had to have... Went to a therapist one time. I never got training. let down. We had to have sensitivity training. Because we had a... My, my, when I first started at the union, wasn't even two months in, we had to have sensitivity training. I'm like, why the hell do we have to have sensitivity training? Like, did somebody do something wrong? And I'm sitting in the giant hall waiting, and like a fourth year comes over, and he goes, which one of you asked if we did something wrong? I said, me. And he goes, yeah. He goes, one of my, my class members. He came back as a girl. Oh, and I went, okay. So, literally, we all were punished because of one, we're talking like 20 people, his own classmates. You want to, you, you probably want to rephrase the way that you're stating that. I, he right went, now. he was a man and came back after. That's not what I'm talking about. That's not a punishment. Sensitivity training is not a punishment. I think that that's a great thing that they did that. Think about that. You're, you open your you're, you're opening your company up and the person all your members to harassment and uh, hate crime lawsuits it wasn't us it wasn't even it wasn't even the journeyman doesn't matter I mean the apprentices it was journeymen and journeymen it doesn't weren't allowed were not required to attend it yeah because they would have to pay them then to go to the course I guarantee you got brought up inside of the union meeting. Listen, all I'm saying is that's a good move by the union members in order to protect their their guys. Protect your people from the lawsuit that could inevitably come about. Not to mention, it was an apprentice, right? So make sure that the apprentices that are inside of that same class that are going to be interacting with he, she the entire time, make sure that they're well aware of the impact that oh, something they months, could do. That was the only time I'd ever... Ever seen her right you weren't in their class though but i mean even out in job sites well yeah dude do you know how many union members there are you're not gonna see all of them exactly no you're gonna have but if you're in the same class as them you're gonna see them at every single class it, but you can't just have that one class take sensitivity training <laughs> you have to have the entire the entire whatever training academy take the the course so that everybody's covered and that they protect themselves as well because then nothing can come back on the union and say well we gave them sensitivity training we did this this and this they're well aware of it whatever actions they took after that point are their actions and their actions alone and it does not represent us as a union there's legal Legal things that go into the all legal that, mumbo man. jumbo. You got they're protecting their interest and protecting yours if you're actually going to hear them out and listen to what they're saying. All right, you have to follow the you know sensitivity stuff. You don't have to believe it, but give that person the respect that you would expect them to give to you. I was raised on the aspect of you treat someone the way they treat you. Yeah. Got to give respect to get it. I told my wife that the other night. 
She slapped you, didn't she? I wasn't talking about her. Oh. <laughs> no, I would never. I give her respect regardless. Good man. Good answer. That's, that's the only way to do it. Any other way results in just You know what? That's hardship. another subject that we were talking about because we were just talking about the school districts the other day. Okay, well, we're, we're kind of floating way off topic right now. I thought we were moving away from the... We haven't even gotten to the fact that he was murdered, right? I think I said they, that. But he didn't die right away. No, three days later. Three days later. But they delayed emergency response because they were beating the shit out of him for so long. And, yes, all but it, the, the, the nuances to this issue, this is what I wanted to talk about. The fact that, as you stated, it's black-on-black crime, which... I don't. We don't really need to even necessarily get into that so much as we need to get into um, what was stated here. Let me. I, I, I want to make sure that I'm quoting this douche nozzle um, correctly here. They posted this. Anybody can read it. The U.S. USA Today. Um, here it is. This is from Ralph Richard Banks. The law professor and faculty director of the Stanford Center for Racial Justice. Think this guy's got a little bit of skin in the game on how people perceive this? If he's his whole thing is around racial justice, that he's going to state this? Black people and black police officers can carry with them some of the same understandings or views of black people as white police officers might. That is why he states that it is not important about the race of the cops so much as it is the victims. So race only matters when it can benefit his agenda, right? Because the whole issue previously was the fact that it was white guys, white cops, killing unarmed black men. But now you have black police officers and they say, well, it doesn't matter that he was that he was black or that they were black. It matters that they were cops and they were abusing. No, I, I, I agree. They were abusing their authority. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what you're saying here. I mean, I, Listen, so I'm going to tell exactly how I feel on it, and you can feel free to censor yourself if you're like, I don't care. My my thing is this: I feel like we, we just a couple years ago, the whole George <laughs> Floyd Floyd thing happened. All the protests, everything. Okay. Yeah. And and now this just happened. And I don't feel like it's being blown out of proportion like it was two years ago. Like, I feel like it's it's getting a lot of traction and a lot of media, but I don't feel like the people are as upset about it as they were two years ago. There's a reason for that. Okay, so you got to look into the environment. Where was America at two years ago? COVID, Right. We had lockdown orders. People, I mean, this is height of lockdown. P- 
people are going crazy. They they can't get out. They can't do anything. Finally, something happens, and the government tells you you need to go out and exercise your right to protest. So suddenly, the stay at home orders don't matter for this. Well, hell, if I can go outside and I can go see people, and I, this this is what I get. Yeah, absolutely. So everybody was on that train because everybody was stir crazy, right? So, boom, hop up onto it. Black Lives Matter blows up, right? And and you got this whole thing where people inside of the media are all talking about it. All the major athletic uh, people are talking about it. Sports, basketball players are all, you know, Black Lives Matter banners here and there. And every company is putting out things, how we support Black Lives Matter. And it was a distraction from the current world that we were living in. That's why I think that George Floyd blew up as much as it did. Don't get me wrong. Yes, unarmed black man. Then also killed. I'd still say it's a little bit different because George Floyd, although his crime did not warrant death, and even if it had, yeah, it's not up for the cops to decide. We have a legal system for a reason. They don't need to be issuing out. Correct. And that's, that's a huge issue in America is that these and cops I, feel like they're, they're dishing out justice. You're not dishing out justice. You are supposed to You're not have there to a, beat someone's ass. You're not there to take that police baton and beat them into submission. No. You're there to help them. You're trying to defuse the situation. These cops did nothing but make it worse. Oh, immediately, right off the rip. Yeah, these, I mean, and the same thing in the George Floyd. And you know what? I hate. I there hate was to, no reason for them to, to be, be on like that guy's this, neck that long. But you know what? You want to? You really want to fix the police brutality and all this? Start making them go do things to help. They each need other. to be given counseling. Every single one of these cops. Right, there needs to be mental health checks on cops did you across just, did America. You just, did you just, man? I, I swear to God, like, I want to throw my phone at you right now. What? Did Did you really just say mental health checks for these cops after you just got done saying, you know, hey, about the sensitivity training, which is still, I mean, you're like, yeah, I'm not gonna be going into work. As a thing and going, I talked to my therapist and really, you really think these cops are... But if it's mandated to every single cop and you have to go through it, it's part of your process. If it's mandated, yes, they'll do it. Every so often you go in, you get yourself your your mental health checkup and you go on about your day. Okay. Now that would work. I feel like that would work. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. You got to go renew your license even as an electrician, man. Look at this as just a, another way you go through, make it part of the the annual test. I mean, make if, sure they yeah. can still if run. Make sure yeah. that they can still shoot their guns. Just you know their accuracies and I everything's mean, look, there. Look at look all at their, our military. The yeah. Marines just did that. Everybody practiced you like know. five years ago. They went through and made everybody be able to do. Uh, I think it was pull ups. They had a platoon of Marines that couldn't do pull ups or something or push ups. Yes. Yeah. No, that's not a thing. Every single. You have, to, you, you have to have a requirement. You do PT when you're in the military. But Constantly. they had a thing. You, you have to go to PT. You have to do your tests annually. It was you do tests. Thing, 
It was a thing that they just made them redo. It was like within the last five years. Okay, I just saying. But no, no. But no, I I, I agree with you. They need to make things mandated. You're if saying you there was optional, a marine group that I, couldn't I'm do pull I'm pretty pull-ups. sure it was the marines, yes. Dude, if you would have told me there was this Air Force group, I'd have been like, all right, it's still hard to find the, you know, the entire you know squadron is is not able to do pull-ups. If you'd have told me like, hey, there was this group of National Guardsmen that were like really struggling there, I'd be like, okay, I can I can see that. Marines though, nah, man. Don't get me wrong. I know you can have some heavier Marines and whatnot, but I mean, those are some of the more active of our forces. You're trying to look it up. Anyhow, guys. I am trying to look it up. Here's my deal. This is what I think. I think cops should have to have mandatory mental health checks. I also think that there needs to be resources that are given to them. I also feel that uh, I think it's insane that our we're pushing for uh, insurance companies to have to pay for gender reassignment surgeries and for uh, these medications that are... Uh, being given to transgender people, but mental health is still largely not covered. Like if you need to talk to somebody, it's not covered by insurance. I feel like that needs to happen long before we start paying for people to transition genders. I think that those people should mandatorily have to go through counseling before you allow them to transition their gender. And everybody's like, well, the doctors are saying 18, this, and that's for sure. And these doctors are saying this, and they're saying that you know these people are uh, they're born like that. They're, they're, they were supposed to be men and women, but there's just all these different uh, levels of gender. And then you go, that's crazy because those are the same doctors that offer that that surgery, uh, or are getting kickbacks from the surgical areas because it's hundreds of thousands of dollars to transition your gender. Not to mention all the medicine, all the medication that goes into it. These pharmaceutical companies love this, man. Making hand over fist money off of transgenderism. I don't even know what to say about that. But I, if your kid is having a rough time and he's cutting himself or, you know, talking to these really dark thoughts and he just needs somebody to talk to, you better have a fucking pocketbook that can cover that expense. Because your insurance surely won't. Now, if he says, I want to be a girl, well, then hell. But why are you laughing? <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, oh, shit, I can't. Man, your, your facial expression when you said that. Oh, man. It's, it's so frustrating to me, man, that we have this major epidemic in America with mental health, right? We do. There's a, there's a lot of people. Every town has a crazy person that just goes around and beats on people's cars in the parking lot. Every town has one. There's that wild guy who would just be like, uh, that's Greg. He, yeah, he does that. Is he pooping? He's pooping on my Sonata. When I, you know what? No, no, no. No, we had a... When ah, I worked, it'll, it'll come right off. When I, when I worked at the BP in town... We're rarely solid. We uh, we called this dude Tiny Tim. He was like four foot eight. 
alcoholic. He was that way. Yeah. But that's the thing, man. You got all these crazy ass people who need help. We shut down all the fucking mental health facilities. They shut them down. Look around, dude. They're 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 backed up. They don't have any space inside of these mental hospitals. So whenever people have issues, they just they have to send them home. Dude, I was inside of the, the emergency room the one day. This dude had a, a mental breakdown inside of the the emergency room waiting lobby because he he got told to go home apparently because the guy's like screaming his head off about how he's he's he doesn't feel right. He wants to kill himself. Why won't they let him go back to the hospital? Yeah, they need to help that man, not send him home. They said you, dude. They came out, they like restrained him, and then the nurse was a uh, terrible to him. Just was like, you can't stay here. You have to leave. And he's just like, I just need help. And she goes, Well, we can't help you here. We let you go. There's nothing wrong with you. You gotta leave. I get it. The emergency room is not the place for that person. Right? But they should have admitted him and put him in a psychiatric But you have check. Yeah, but that's the thing. What happens after the psychiatric help check? You give him the psychiatric. Yeah, this guy needs help. <clears throat> he's schizophrenic, Excuse bipolar, me, and he's having like some episodes right now and he's 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 struggling. But we don't have a place to put him. Because all of the mental health facilities that are left are packed. There's no room. So you get people like this who used to have a place where they could go. Right? When they were going through their episodes. My only thing is, who's going to pay for it? And they get back. Dude, that's tax dollars. What do you mean? Technically, it's a private. it's probably private owned hospitals. And then... The government gives them a bunch of crap money to just keep oh, things going because, but but it doesn't matter. You, like you need to have those in your your society. You can't tell me I'm wrong. You need to have any modern society because you know crazy people are inevitable. There's a ton of them. You see them everywhere. Go to a Walmart, guaranteed to find one. All right. That's an understatement. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. There used to be a place for these people. And in society, we always knew you have to take care of your mentally ill people. One way or another. Old way? <laughs> a little bit extreme. I'll grant you. Uh, lobotomies or basically keep- electrocution. We can go back to Viking age. But they just throw them off the cliff they used to do that with their old people too though when you got too old in viking uh times they'd tell you you got to walk off the rock and then you'd fall off a cliff and you'd die because you were a drag onto the group so it was like an honor to go to valhalla by way of the old pagan ways sir pitfall yeah and a crazy but anyhow mental health there's always been crazy people right it's always been a thing in society with humans We've always had a place that was for the mentally deranged. 
right? Since societies have grown and we started having towns and such, like you had that place where you would send your crazy people, right? You kept it away from the middle of town. It was out there. No, because nobody wants to see them, right? <laughs> you need to keep them separated. You mean the old lady walking through the Walmart going, ah, nice to see you. No, I don't mean that harmless lady. What I mean is the one that's only got one eye open, like way too open, and is going around sniffing things inside of the store and yelling at children. Well, occasionally trying to grab things out of people's carts. That's the one we don't want to see. First of all, there's nothing illegal with taking something out of someone else's cart. I agree, but it's frowned upon inside of a society. <laughs> As is crazy people pooping in the parking lot. Okay? So let's agree. <laughs> I've never had to take a poop in a parking lot. So, Well, you have all your facilities. So there you go. What I'm saying is, is that they got rid of these mental hospitals so now these crazy people are everywhere mental health is a terrible terrible issue in america it is and there's a lot of them that could be helped right it just need proper medication given to them so that they can be regulated back down to their standard letter levels to be a hundred percent honest with you mental health is something that america itself is very much lacking to be able to like help the people there I agree. needs to be more things available, but at the same yeah, time... and I say that... In the, but, but at the same bringing time, it back here's, here's my problem, man. Ugh. Here's my problem. Introducing problems. Again, who's going to pay for this shit? Us. What are you talking about? Why would you not want some How? of your taxes... How the hell can we pay for this? Do you see what we give away? We don't help our veterans now. Man, you are legitimately always going back to the same thing. When I talk about us paying for it, remember, my entire mindset is that we get rid of the federal taxes. I don't want income tax at a federal level. I want it at a state and a local level. You did read the article I sent you about them wanting to get rid of the IRS, right? The IRS does need to be getting given, like, completely gotten away with. But that's besides the point. What I'm saying is is that we should pay for it locally. There are crazy people. Let's take care of them. Right? They're our crazy people. They're part of our community. Again, that sense of community is so important to forming a strong society. The sense of community. You're helping me because we live next to each other and we both want to see each other succeed because I want your house to look nice. Because it increases my house's value. I want your house and you to succeed. So if there's something small that I can do to make that happen, I'm going to do it. You you have the burden of a child who is special needs and you need some extra help. Because the cost of raising that kid is so much more than it is to raise my child, right? Oh, drastically different. I've seen. Yeah, I know. So, this. so I will. I will willingly, as your neighbor, as somebody who knows you, would be willing to help you. And just a little bit for me. I can't help a hundred percent. But if I do it, and then everybody else in the community also does a little bit, it's a manageable amount. And then you get to come up a little bit. 
That's what government assistance is. But it needs to be more local based. You know, I feel I feel like yes. And I feel That's like this it. has already happened. It's federally though. No, no. I and feel the federal like government it, it doesn't have the oversight that is necessary for us to be able to trust them. At a local level, if I see you inside if, if you're the mayor, right? And I have some big big problems, right, with the way that things are. I will see you at the town hall meeting. I will see you in the grocery store. I will see you also staring at the guy that poops in the parking lot because we still don't have our mental hospital that we need. What guy in this parking lot? <laughs> have you seen this or something? No. Okay. I'm just, I just got to ask. I just reoccurring ask. theme now. Uh, here, here's the thing, man. And then it all goes back. <coughs> Pardon me. All goes back to cops. Right, because they're local based. We need to keep them accountable at a local level. If it's gotten this bad in Memphis, things have been that bad in Memphis. Why were people in Memphis not up in arms about their cops? Because these people in this video, that's not the first time they pulled somebody over and gotten that aggressive. That's a habit. Oh, beating the shit out of somebody like that? That's more than once. Yeah. They're covering up for other issues. Their people aren't holding them accountable. Because there should be riots. There are people right there in Memphis. They should be up in arms in front of that police station. Calling for some kind of oversight over their their officers. Because it shouldn't have been able to get to this bad. Something else is happening that causes this to have this many officers involved in something and not have at any one point did it seem like those officers had any hesitation about what they were doing. Again, this is this is something I was saying earlier about the police to even do that job <coughs> because uh, let's just you know what l- let let's be honest with ourselves nowadays. All right? It's dangerous to be a cop. It's dangerous to be a citizen. But it's dangerous to be a cop, too. Yeah, but you sign up for that job and all that it entails. Okay. Well, most (coughs) people don't want to go do that job. Okay. Because most people don't want to put their life on the line. If you you do that job, you do so knowing that you, you will be asked to put your life on the line. You do so knowing that even if you do have to put your life on the line... You cannot hold it against that citizen. You are not there to dole out judgment onto other people. You are there to act in the people's interest and to protect the peace. The people's interest is that person you're arresting as well. You're keeping the peace for that person as well as any potential victims. Because that person, you don't know what their situation is. You don't know what they're going through. They could be on they could be on some kind of drug that's causing them to act weird. And the situation like what happened to this young man, that that's just a man trying to get home. He did nothing wrong. That's insane. You, you, yeah. hundred percent honesty? Mm-hmm. <coughs> I mean You're not saying anything. Cops and their brutality nowadays. 
Not all cops are bad. Remember that. Some just lose their way. Oh, absolutely. I'm not saying that every cop's a bad cop. No. I believe that a lot of cops come into it with the right mindset and and they want to do good. I'm saying that there are there are communities in place and cops shouldn't be able to get to the point like this if they're actually being looked after properly if the cops were trained properly if they had enough mental health accessible to them and they had checks in place to prevent people from ever getting to the point to where they can approach a vehicle as aggressively as they do in here and to ever treat not just a suspect but anybody ever in your life like they tell you right now that will probably never change what's that what you just said for them the way they uh, approach the vehicle as aggressively as they do i don't think it's going to change not not in our lifetime you mean with guns already drawn and the way that the cop brutality keeps happening. You don't think that we're going to see a, a decrease in this? Not a slight decrease, but you're not going to... Uh, I mean... I think it's already decreased. I think that we are taking steps already. We just haven't taken enough. Body cams? That's a really big step in the right direction. Because yes that's no. that's a big step in the direction of giving visibility to the community so that we can hold them accountable. That so, is a great step. And not to mention it protects the officer, too. Because what, what if a citizen lies? They, they can, can immediately like lie. this and turn it off. Yeah, and right there, as soon as they do that, they indicate. They, they immediately give a, a sense of guilt. Right. If you're turning off that camera, you're not doing anything good. Anything that happens after that, I'm assuming is that cop is to blame for it. Because he has that camera on him to protect not just the community, but himself as well. And that's why they say every time whenever they come up, somebody's recording them or whatever. They say, this is for my safety. And says, I got one, too. It's for my safety. Yeah, no, I, 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 I don't <coughs> think they should have a a button. Yeah, I think that it it's one of those things where they have to click it on and off whenever they do, like when they step out of the vehicle. The battery might not. I mean, Pass. for as crappy as it might sound, the battery inside of those might not be able to take an entire shift. Um, if it's running nonstop, or it might just have so much data after that long, you know what I mean? Like that's a lot of time that is to a be lot recording. of data. So I, I mean, I, I don't know for sure. I'm, I'm just speculating here, but but I mean, here, here's my thing. You see that you know things like this do happen, <coughs> obviously, but you also see where. You know, you see it in the news for a while that, you know, you see cops getting killed at local traffic stops because Mm -hmm. of things happening. And I've seen that throughout the years. I'm not saying it happens nearly as much or back and forth or anything like that. No, dude, cops cops die all the time. But 
But that also gives them a mentality of going up to a traffic stop, like, because, you know, even in, you know, you know, hey, you know, you know what? Hey, I'm sure somebody has told them your life is on the line every time you pull someone over. Yeah, dude, that's. I think that that's a. We all have a clear understanding that that's something that they have to deal with. Nobody's arguing that they don't have to deal with that. I think that the primary argument for it is that they sign up for this. They know what the the expectation is out of them when they sign up for this, and, and it doesn't have to be like if you get to the point to where you just don't feel comfortable doing it, or you feel like. It's you or them every single stop, and you get to that mindset where you're afraid of the people that you are supposed to be protecting. That's a problem. And again, I, I go back to the mental health thing. Like, there should be something there for them to help them to cope with this or to help, uh, you know, renew their sense of community. Because at that point, the cops are just putting themselves inside of this, like, Terrible, <coughs> terrible predicament <coughs> where ultimately they're just going to be afraid or angry at everybody that they live around. That's not fair. It should be like that. Feel like you're excommunicated from the community just because of your job. And I think that's the other thing is that it's the perception that a lot of people have of cops. Because I mean, like I, me growing up, man, like I, I hated cops. I was taught to hate cops cops are bad cops so arrest everybody and so but the, but that's not that's not how it should be like we should have an understanding that they are there to help all of us but because of these issues with these cops not you know th- this has been historically of being overly aggressive or uh abusing their authority right cops and they just seem to just get away with it because who's enforcing the law they are so if they're not going to hold themselves accountable what are we to do right I, you know that's the thing though I, this is where no matter what you're always going to have a bad cop somewhere and I feel like it's just because you're right they're, yeah, they're, but it shouldn't be frowned upon for the good cops to say something or to step in and put a stop to it. But unfortunately, because of the brotherhood, there you go. They 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 will make it to where if you turn on them or you turn somebody in because they're doing something wrong, you're never going to get a promotion. Your career dead. You're done. Yeah. Forget forget any. But the, but but you know what? That's I the issue. Is those people are the ones that we need to be promoting are the ones that are willing to make those hard calls whenever they need to in order to be able to keep the community's interest at, at mind. You know, that should be the top priority. And if, if there's other people you or know other where officers that aren't looking out for that, they don't need to be officers. You want to know where it's changing it? The fact that more, Memphis. more and more women are starting to get into it. Okay. And I think that that will break... I think it'll slowly break that boys club eventually. And I think that they're going to have to go through a lot of harassment. I think that that's uh, an area that's probably been working. Uh, they've been working on that for probably a couple decades now. 
think uh, females have been going into the police force for. Oh, quite I'm a not bit. saying that they have, but I'm saying you're you starting see to more see. And more. Yeah. But I think the the deterrent on that because when I was is, a kid, dude, lo- my, I'm talking our local for our city. Okay, yeah. one one female cop. Yeah, she was the worst one. <laughs> I won't say the nickname that all the kids gave her because it's oh god not great. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> we're, we're all aware. Um, um, but I mean, now you know, very inappropriate. But I, but she was the only one I'd ever see within you know quite a bit of a distance, like going around. You didn't see too many cops, women cops, growing up. Now, I mean, you grew up in a small town, bud. Do you know how much, you know how much I, I I spent traveling between Tuscarawas and Summit County? Um, quite a bit. Tuscarawas County. Is that's also that's, very yes, but <laughs> Akron and and stuff is not Summit. No, yeah. Akron's not. But Akron also had female cops. I never seen them. Yeah, how many cops were you seeing on a daily basis? You act like you know we, all the alumni we, of it, all it was, the cops. It was weekends, and we were just up there a lot. I know every cop that ever was. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I. It was not I, as I much it. of a you thing. Say, you're saying that even back whenever you were growing up, ago. it wasn't something that you. It, you even saw. 20 years ago, it wasn't as much as you see now. No, of course not. There's more and more that are joining the police force, and they're going to continue to. I think that's where you will start seeing the difference <clears> being made. Because you'll start seeing people stand up more for each other. And especially, you'll see them call out the shit on each other. They won't. Are you saying that women are rats? No. I'm Is that saying, what you're saying, Kyle? I know I am not. Are you saying women are rats? No, I'm they're, saying... They're going to rat out on their, their fellow officers? No, they just... Uh, women <coughs> believe that it should be a little more fair than I feel men do sometimes. And what gives you that inclination? Again, boys club. It just says it. Okay, there's a girls club too. And you, you're you're literally you tell me just one you tell me gender reaffirming surgery away from being able to do it. Go fuck <laughs> yourself. <laughs> um, you go. I don't even know what to say anymore, man. Like I, you know, I hate to be like this, but it's not. I don't. Th- as I said, I don't think it's going to change in our lifetime. We'll we'll see change. But we won't see it completely change. It'll probably be another 150 years. 150 years? Holy shit. You think that long? (coughs) Pardon me. Again, you have to basically get a cop who's going to leave everything at the door when he walks out of his house. Does that happen? I don't think it'll take 150 years for us to be able to have robots as cops. Robocops right around the corner, bro. You know what? Just. 
you. Okay? I, you know what? For even making that damn statement. Because I got a damn speeding ticket from a camera two weeks ago okay from a damn camera not even a police officer a yep. damn camera yep get off your ass and come and give me a ticket they don't you need to lazy bastard they don't need to oh that pissed me off so bad i'm telling you i dude i i'm surprised they haven't done it already i sent I'm you the thing about I don't dubai have right ai dude i'll tell you right now you seen the thing about dubai yes, i sent I, you that's dumb it's progression, though. That's exactly what you're looking and, for. Well, no, it's not. I'm talking about why haven't they taken an AI, right? Taken that AI, made him listen to every rap song ever, and then look through every homicide cold case. <laughs> Find out who's killing these people. I'm t- how many cold case files do you think would be closed up by listening to every rap- rapper's music and then just having an AI sit there and p- pinpoint out things to be like, okay, well, that, he said, was true, never released to the public. This guy has inside knowledge. He admits to it in line 47 of the song. <laughs> and life. I mean, I'm shocked we haven't got to that point, yes. Well, you know about what happened with the AI and the the hospital records, right? I've told you about that. Uh-uh. You've never told me about okay, that. Okay, so check this out. There was this AI, and uh, they created it uh, as a joint venture with a bunch of different hospitals. And um, it was in order to help with their conversion from paper files to digital. Okay. All right. <clears throat> But while they were doing it, they also decided they were going to use this AI and uh, was going to have the AI go through all of it and, like, look at every patient's records since, like, the 1950s. And so, while doing that, that AI was actually able to learn so much about different symptoms and early warning signs and causes of death and this and that through all these patients' records, that the the AI was actually able to identify pre-existing conditions inside of people based off of their uh, symptoms. But here's the kicker. Uh, the symptoms that it was utilizing, they don't know uh, because none of these people showed symptoms that we check for. But when tested for these different uh, disorders, they all tested positive. Like, they all have them. They have all these pre-existing conditions. The doctors don't know how the AI knows it, though, because the coding isn't shown, like, how they, what steps they took to arrive at their conclusions. It just take took in the information and then discovered symptoms that we don't know about that apparently point to these people having these pre-existing conditions. So is this like a life-curing robot? No, but I mean, <clears throat> life-changing for several people, for sure. And early warning signs and a lot of things can help to... Um, so why isn't this thing like automatically just deemed approved across the country? All medical records ran into it. As soon as it, it feeds, it just sends a thing to your doctor. I think it's this. How do we know that it isn't? I mean, well, you just told me that you're okay for a freaking RoboCop. But but what I'm but, but what you're I'm just saying, telling me that a medical record thing. You're like, well, it's, but what it's, I'm saying, think, Kyle, stop. Think about this. 
do they not have the ability now for you to be able to send in a swab of your saliva and then it comes back and it tells you any pre-existing conditions that you might have? Mm. I'm going to say no. There's these things that you can go in and you can do... Uh, they, might, they might have to take blood, I don't know. But it'll tell you if you are... Um, you test positive for these different things. It checks a variety of different things, and then it tells you if you have it or not. You're aware of this, right? And that just going to your doctor and getting the test done, the blood work and everything, like right. I've never heard of being able to buy one on your own. Well, you also have oh, twenty-one or twenty-three me. Those kind of like DNA ancestry. But those are DNA ancestries. Those aren't plus health. I've never seen a health one. But they do health things, too. I've never seen a health one. I did uh, Ancestry.com. I had mine done. I didn't get nothing about health. The only thing I got was... Yeah, this isn't Ancestry.com. I'm talking about um, 23andMe. They do health ones. Yeah, so like it'll you you could send it in, and you can actually... uh, Your genetic... Okay, so like it'll tell you what genetically you're more... uh, pre-established to or something like that or pre like prone to what have you anywho uh we're getting like way off topic here we've also ran over quite a bit um yeah mental health we need <coughs> we need to you invest think, more you heavily think we into need more it. of it and you think we should fund it locally well i think all taxation should happen locally i don't think that the federal government should take any money the federal government takes way too much money and then they spend it frivolously on things that don't matter. I don't think that we need to be sending over trillions of dollars overseas. I think that's crazy. I don't think that our uh, military defense budget needs to be as high as it is. <laughs> I think that we I don't spend- know what it is against you and our military, but... I, you know, I feel like it's not about. I'm not against the military. I don't feel like we spend enough. You're out of your damn mind. We don't spend enough. China is still well, well, well. What they spend so much more than us. They don't spend a fraction of what we spend. We spend more than the next twenty people behind us. We're number one in spending, but we we take the next nineteen spots along with it. We spend more on our military than anybody else in this world by far. Oh, by far. We rule this we rule this world with an with, with an iron stick because of our military. Anybody acts up, America will come in. We're the boogeyman of the world, bro. Because of our military and how quickly we are to just want to bomb the shit out of people. And all it takes for Americans to be convinced into a war is just to be lied to by their government and said that this happened. Is that billion dollars? Is that say billions? We 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 spend. We have a seven hundred and seventy. spend seven hundred and fifty billion a year currently. No, we're we're higher than that. It said for. By, it says military uh, spending by country for 2020. Mm-hmm. 
2022 to 2020. It says 750 billion, and then China was the next closest yeah, we, we, to us at 237. I'll add up the next one. <laughs> In the next one. Saudi Arabia was 67. That's the third high. Keep going. Where the hell is Russia? We take up all the spots. Oh my god, it goes Our spending straight. is over three oh times the it, next person in line. It goes United States, China, India, Russia, United Kingdom, Saudi Arabia. Okay, we don't have to list off all of them, Kyle. That's awful. Like, we get we get the, the we get the six. point. We get the point. Hear me out. The top five on top the next five don't equal us together. No. That's freaking insane. We can destroy the world, Kyle. Just not, stop not me and fucking you. military spending for like five years. Like lower the budget some. That's, I mean, this, this is what this is what I've been preaching, and you you look at me like I'm crazy every time. You did just now too, until you looked it up. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I don't feel like we have the amount of tech that China has. Um, China, as far as supercomputers go, China has the top two supercomputers. But that's because they're a military state and a communist state, so they can pour their resources into whatever they like. However, their infrastructure is falling. Yeah. Uh, their citizens uh, are uprising. I mean, I mean, and they're also dying in droves because of this uh, newest thing of COVID, apparently. Uh, crazy what's going on over there, man. That and the whole Hong Kong situation is just, it saddens me. I, I feel for the Chinese people, man. Especially the people of Hong Kong. Uh, but. Did I miss something that was going on in Hong Kong? <clears throat> you don't know about the whole Hong Kong deal? Right. I must have well, missed this. We're an hour this, in. this is the next episode. This is going to be. We're, we're, we're going to start with the Hong Kong. That's thing. old news, bro. Uh, well, oh, you know what? Is it? Yeah. I didn't even hear it. Yeah, uh, yeah. You you pay attention to American news. No, we we can break into them, the world news if you want. You want to start looking at? Okay. Look into Myanmar. Hmm. You want to start talking world news? Let's talk world news. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll leave it here. I, you know what? I <coughs> wait till next week, man. You do you want me to start giving you articles that are related to the world and not just America? Uh, you know, I'm not opposed to it. No. <clears throat> okay, because I'm telling you, America's got enough shit going on. We could make five oh, episodes no. a week I mean, we, and we could. have more to talk about. We could. We can. We, we can talk about world news. Dude, there's the world at large. There's so much messed up stuff that happens. You know, okay, so you were talking about the whole Dubai thing. You know, the whole reason why they uh, they are moving towards the AI robots for the jockeys? Why? Human trafficking. Because they were using child uh, slavery for jockeys because they're smaller. Okay, so they're getting rid of... Sex trafficking. They were not sex trafficking. Jockey trafficking. Hopefully, it cuts down on trafficking as a whole in general. But that they're not aiming at the sex trafficking so much as the the Either human way, trafficking strictly for children. They're still trying to cut down on it. Right. That's the, that's the whole point about it. So they're making it to where having jockeys is now illegal. 
and you have to have these AI robo jockeys, which yeah, is fine for it's you're camel real close racing. Close to cops. <clears throat> yeah, I mean camel cops already for sure. All right, we gotta go, man. I'm right. sorry. You, you, before I get in trouble from you. Alrighty, guys. Take care. We'll see you guys next week. Have fun. Song at the beginning is uh, "Hearse Pile Up." We're all going to hell. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect you to remember it. Uh, you know what? It's been a long day. Thank you. All right. Take care, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Peace.